Every year, one thing is always predictable. Postage costs go up. Stamps.com gives you crazy discounts for up to 89% off USPS and UPS services, so your business will barely notice the change. Stamps.com has been indispensable for over 1 million businesses just like yours. It's like your own personal post office. No lines, no traffic, no waiting. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com code PROGRAM. Diehard dogs, it's Kenny Mack. It was alumni week, and our Browns summoned the force of the 92 Browns win over the Bears. They Peter Tom Willis fields for two more sacks. Nine freaking sacks. Can you believe it? If you're looking for fields, he's probably still under Miles Garrett right now. So crack your beer, sit back, relax, and let's hear what our dogs got to say. Welcome to the Dogs Podcast with your hosts, Blake Reniker, Zach Kopp, Justin Charles, and Josh All. Hey, welcome back to another episode of The Dogs. If you'd like to get your intro on the show, head to thedogspodcast.com, tap leave voicemail on the drop-down menu. As always, Kenny Mack delivers with an awesome intro for us. You guys are letting Kenny Mack outshine you. You guys got to get in here and get your intros on the show. I think uh, Josh actually did a little bit of research on what Kenny Mack was talking about. Yeah, because it was a little bit before my time. I think I was a whopping three years old. I was like in, five, yeah. Yeah, in 92, so... I looked this up. Peter Tom Willis started for the Bears against the Browns in 1992, uh, but Willis had a much better day than Fields did yesterday. Willis went 19 of 26, 285 yards, two touchdowns, but two interceptions. The Browns did sack him five times in addition to those two turnovers, and the Browns then won the game 27 to 14. But the fun fact I read in there was that Bears head coach Mike Mike Ditka opted to start Willis over quarterback John Harbaugh in that mm. game, hoping that he would break the team slump, and it did not work. <laughs> no, not a good idea, Dick. Huh? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> well, as always, thank you for that, Kenny Mack. Dropped a little bit of history on us. I like it. And it's always a creative intro when he drops one for us. Uh, everybody seemed to like the two-episode format last week, so we're going to continue to do that. Today, we'll be giving you our Bears game reaction, but before we get into it, remember to check us out on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. If you're watching on YouTube, please like and subscribe so you never miss a new episode. Lastly, if you're looking for more Browns or Dogs content to get you through the week, head to jointhedogs.com to become an official Dog Pack member on our Patreon page. We have fantasy leagues going on, game day threads, group chats, uh, extra uncensored episodes every week. It's just been a ton of fun for everybody, so come hang out with us. Jointhedogs.com, become an official Dog Pack member. And one more thing I wanted to ask you guys. So... I didn't even tell you guys about this. The The high I'm school nervous. that Josh and I went to, the place I coach for, they are actually right now currently the number one vote to be the Browns game of the week this week. Really? Really. Which is pretty big deal for us because they normally don't come this far down south. Mm-hmm. And we're not D1. Usually this game's like between like uh, St. Ed's and Xavier and yeah, stuff. Yeah. So right now Dover is the number two team in the state in Division Three. We just stomped Steubenville two weeks ago. We're pretty freaking good. So Browns fans, if you got the Browns app, just hop on there and vote for the Dover versus Strongsville game. It'd be pretty sweet for where I coach and where Josh and I live and went to school. That you got my vote. Awesome. You got my vote, bro. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I'm, I'm, I'm in. Dogs off the leash. Rouses the 
All right, so this is what went right. And for the first time in, what, over a year, we got to start with the defense. Yes. <laughs> you know, we have to start with the defense. Um, we, we've been talking a lot. I mean, it seems like forever we've been talking about, is the defense ever going to get it? Is the defense ever going to get it? Last week, there's a lot of talk about the players, the scheme, our defensive coordinator, and they must be listening. This must be plugged into the weight room when they're lifting or something because <laughs> all we did was come out uh, nine sacks. Miles Garrett had four and a half just to himself. Record-setting day. How selfish. Day. Yeah. Uh, we held them to 45 yards of offense, which for those of you guys keeping count is less yards than Justin Tucker kicked in a field goal yeah. to win the game. 19. 19, 19 less yards, yards than that. Yeah, field well, goal. all right, let me throw you this stat then real quick. So yes. shout out to the fantasy football friends for this stat who we were on their podcast yes. earlier this year. Um, so this stat is hilarious. The Packers moved the ball 47 yards in 36 seconds with no timeouts to win the game last night against yes. the 49ers. The Bears had 47 total yards in the entire game against the Browns. It's insane. I saw a stat too. They had one net yard passing. One, dude. So it's, it's we were the, watching because Justin and I were yeah. at the game, and and like the people around, we kept looking at the board, and it had like all the stats up there. And those passing yards, it was like one, then it would go up, then they get sacked, be back down yeah. to like negative three, and yeah. it's like man, it's it, the fourth quarter. <laughs> if in yeah. the fourth quarter, at one point, I was watching, and they had negative two yards passing, and it was I think third and long, and I was like, we're gonna sack him again. And they're going to finish this game with negative. Then I think they end up getting like a 10-yard pass. Yep. But it didn't. One-yard passing. And we were talking about this before. I've never seen an NFL game like this. I've never seen an NFL game where the 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 gap between the two teams is so glaring. This was like watching Ohio State against FCS Southeast um, Christian Academy. Or I, whoever it is. You know, I mean, it, it was unbelievable. I've never seen anything like it. Every... I would, at no point did I ever think they were ever going to score, even with the BSPI call, and they got yeah. the ball down. I knew they weren't going to score. It's, I guess I have like one glaring question for Chicago coming out of this. What's Matt Nagy doing? <laughs> like they, you, you're sending out your, you know, your first round pick, rookie quarterback. They didn't do anything to help him. And I, I'm not being a homer here. I'm not being an Ohio State guy because, you know, like. I said some terrible things about Justin Fields yesterday at the game. You know, I uh, was running against him, but everything was downfield. Everything yeah. was took time to develop. Where was the quick passes? Where was like a, I told Josh, where was like a little five yard screen just to help the guy out? Right. So the knocks on Fields coming out of college were um, his uh, processing speed, yep, decision making on the field, holding on to the ball, holding yep. on the ball too long, yep. and his. Um, I guess they would call it like an elongated uh, throwing motion. Okay. That's so right. he needs to shorten his throwing motion on, you know, release the ball quicker. Right. Well, that all came into play yesterday because yeah. he was not getting rid of the ball at all. I mean, half the time and the other times it wasn't nearly fast enough. And I mean, I was, cause I was on the uh, bear sideline right behind mm -hmm. the, the bench and the bears fans around me. I mean, the stuff they said to Nagy was probably on par with kind of the stuff you said about field yesterday, yeah, we're but they probably, were yelling it at him yeah. like pretty close. Uh, they don't like him. They, they, they can't don't want hear him. me saying these things because, you know, <laughs> turns out I'm like out in outer space out where where my season tickets are. But <laughs> <laughs> so so obviously the D line finally teed off. And I don't know why it took so long to get to this point. But Miles was not just in one spot. He was all over the place. They, he was inside. He was outside. He was in his normal position. He was on the opposite side. They kept moving him around to get good matchups for him in. I think, you know, there was a lot of talk about our scheme and stuff. I don't think any of us actually thought 
We needed to fire the defensive coordinator. We just wanted to see him make adjustments. Right. We just wanted to see something different, see us adjust, see us do some things differently to help with our player strengths. And we it seems like we did that's what we did this game. None of us were ever saying we should fire our defensive coordinator after two games in the middle of what's supposed to be a Super Bowl run. I'm pretty sure I said that. <laughs> well, I'm pretty sure I was like, hey, I've already seen this for, you know, 18, yeah. 19 games now. I well, need something. But to Blake's credit, though, I mean, I know last week we yeah. we weren't sitting here fire, 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 fire. We were saying do better. Yeah. yeah. Like do something. That's kind of just how it is with, you know, a job. Like yeah. you don't just get fired immediately whenever your performance starts to dip. It's, yeah. hey, can you fix your performance can you right. do better we have to let you go if you don't yeah can you um, stop calling off work please can, we, <laughs> can you help us please so obviously miles was awesome Clowney had two sacks so maybe he can finally get over 10 uh, miles put himself right back in the hunt for 20 sacks uh which was looking like man hopefully he can get 10 and now he's already halfway there through three games um just a monster game i think a huge bright spot for the defense was jok yeah JOK looked amazing. Yep. And I think it, the only negative I can take away is he only played 23 snaps. Yep. Let's just keep, let's get this guy on the ball. Well, and I think that has something to do with it being his third game ever. Maybe. He's a rookie. I think they're bringing him along a little more. So I don't think you're going to see him playing, what would that be, almost 50% of the snaps yesterday? A little less than 50, like I think. That, yeah. I don't think you're going to see that at the end of the season. I think you're going to see closer to that probably 80, 75, 80% mark. Yeah, because let's, let's get this guy on the field. He, he has instincts that that one play where he had the sack where he it wasn't even a design blitz it's just he saw the guy he was supposed to cover stayed in to block or whatever so he just knew he had no pass responsibilities so he just blitzed and i mean (laughs) and he's so fast it was instant yeah he he saw recognized it and was gone in the blink of an eye and field stood no chance miles garrett uh said in the press conference yesterday if jok wasn't where he wasn't even supposed to be at, he would have gotten five sacks or four. Yeah, I guess, yeah, five sacks yesterday. So he said, you know, he kind of blamed JOK for <laughs> being in a great position when he wasn't supposed to be. It, it, was, it was an impressive performance all around. Yep. Uh, the yeah. secondary, and another thing that helped the D front is the secondary. We locked them all down. Yep. Allen Robinson's a very good receiver. Yes. He's one of the best, I think. I yeah. completely agree. For all the trash quarterbacks he's had to play with. Yep. And we, have lo- we locked him down, gave – gave our D-line time to get there. And the D-line was getting there so quick, it made it easy on the secondary. It was kind of the way it's supposed to go. Yeah. This is kind of the way the defense was designed where we would get pressure so fast, the secondary would only have to cover for a split second or vice versa. The the secondary would have them locked down good enough to give the D-line that split second they needed to get home. And it finally came to fruition, and it was awesome to see, especially because the offense wasn't clicking on all cylinders. We still scored 26 points, but – you know, in a day where we weren't as explosive as what we've kind of come to expect from the offense. So yeah. just an awesome job by the defense. Um, Delpit made it through another game without getting hurt. Yeah. Newsom looked great again. I am a little concerned. He's got that calf strain. So hopefully he's not going to miss any time, or if he is, it's not going to be a lot. Because as high as I am on the defense right now, we got two games coming up where they're not the Bears. No, these next two games are going to be, well, three. three. These next I three games three. are going to yeah. be real tough. Yes. We're going to learn yeah. a lot about ourselves mm-hmm. over this next three. What is it? Uh, Vikings and then Chargers and Cardinals? Correct. Yes. Those are three. The Vikings get a lot of uh, flack. Kirk Cousins is balling this year. Yeah. Kirk Cousins is one of the top quarterbacks in the league right now, and he hasn't thrown a pick yet. Yeah, he. Yep. here's the thing. If you don't get pressure on him, he will pick you apart. Yes. He, he knows where to go with the ball. 
and he's extremely accurate. And turns out they got weapons. They got yes, they do a bunch of them. They got weapons all over the place. It, they got a good tight end. They got one of the best running backs if he plays. Um, and two then, of them. If you, I mean, Madison's no slouch yeah. backup. And I then they have two really good outstanding wide receivers. Yes. And that that uh, KJ uh, Osborne the wide the receiver three is not. Yeah, he's not bad either. Yep. So we're gonna get into a preview with that, but. Obviously, just like we can't get too pumped about the offense week one because the Chiefs' defense sucks, which they, they should be 0-3. You mean the fourth-place Chiefs? Yeah. Um, <laughs> we, I, I don't want to get – not all the problems were solved in one game for the defense against the Bears, who are awful. But that being said, nobody has made them look that awful yet. They played with the Rams for a half. Um, and then who they play in week two? Uh, Cincinnati. And they played with – yeah. And they, yep. they beat Cincinnati. Yep. So yep. – they're, even though the offense isn't great, they're still a, an NFL football team that has beat another team this year, and they can play with anybody because yep. the defense is solid. Their yes. defense is really good. I think they're very really good. good. Yep. Yeah. We, well, we can get into that and in what went wrong, but I mean, Cleo Mack was making himself – I yes. mean, the whole D-line was making themselves yep. felt. But Their front seven is um, excellent. Another guy that I want to highlight, and I don't know – Blake, tell me what, what it was like watching it like on the broadcast, but from where I was sitting at the game – Ronnie Harrison popped off the field to me. Like yep. I felt like I looked at this the box score here, and he's got two two tackles, but he had a sack, he had a tackle for a loss, and uh, broke up one pass. But I felt like he was he was a part of almost every play. It yep. felt like every, it, everybody was around the ball. I'll tell you a huge thing: nobody was, we didn't have missed tackles. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if you guys noticed that there were not a lot of missed tackles for the Browns yesterday. Even if they did get a pass off, it was first guys bringing them down. Yeah. Yep. It was the first time in a long time where we tackled well. And I kind of attribute to that. Delpit's out there. JOK's out there more. Mac Wilson was not out there. Yeah, uh, I, did he Did he not play? Because he didn't have any stat line, and I don't remember him being out there. Mac Wilson, I thought I saw him on the field at one point, but I guess not. I don't see. No, yeah. he didn't register any snaps yesterday. So That's, yeah. Is he hurt? I don't know. I'll look I it up real so. quick. Okay. But I was curious. I'll look it up. So, obviously, the defense was great. I do want to talk about the offense, well, too. Well, here, real quick, let me just say for the defense that those nine sacks were the highest in a Browns game ever since 2015. That's excellent. And Miles Garrett, four and a half sacks most ever yep. Yep. by a Browns player. I mean, you might have said that earlier. Um, and the 47 total net yards that we limited the Bears to, it's the lowest in Browns franchise history. I thought I saw too something along the lines of it's like the least amount of yards we've held a team to since 1946. Six, yes, and we we're wearing the 1946 yes. jerseys, absolutely, which true. were awesome. Yes, by the they, way, they look awesome. Yeah. Yep. Um, so we got to talk about the offense too with what went right. Mm-hmm. Even though we weren't clicking on all cylinders, still put up 26 points. Yes. You know, you you score 26 points, you're gonna win. You're gonna win some football games. Um, ran the ball well again. It was a little slow going at first. Cream Hunt was different yesterday. Yep. Uh, we were talking about it early in the game, but um, I don't know what was going on with Chubb. He didn't look that explosive or he looked very indecisive yesterday. And cream hunt was making one cut in the hole and nobody wanted any part of him. Dude, cream hunt. Oh my God. What a luxury for the Browns. Well, whenever you have one of the best, if not the best, like we've said, pure running backs in the league and Nick Chubb, and he's struggling to get yards. And you can just turn to your RB two and say, "Yeah, yeah, let's let's give him a different look." I mean, what do you do? I mean, and Hunt is a different style of runner. Yeah, absolutely, he is a violent slasher. Yep. Yeah, it, it almost seemed like Nick Chubb was being too patient. 
mm-hmm. like the, we weren't blocking that well as well as we're accustomed to seeing and the holes weren't staying open that long and yep. it, it, we kind of needed somebody to just take the hand off hit the hole hard and just get what you could get and break a tackle and and Kareem Hunt was doing that. I mean, he averaged 8.1 yards per carry. He had 10 carries for 81 yards. Nick Chubb had 22 carries for only 84 yards. When was the last time you ever saw Nick Chubb only average 3.8 yards per carry? Yeah. It's been a while. And I, I think I said it early or midway through. I was like, we need to just keep giving Hunt the ball. Yeah. I was like, I might, Browns fans might be fighting me, but like, I would not be giving the Chubb the ball right now. No, I think, I mean, at least where I was sitting, like the, there were Browns fans around me too. And I mean, it was, you know, no, no hate on Chubb, but it was, hey, Hunt's moving the ball. Yeah. Give it to him. Yeah. You know, and that, that's why we have them. Yeah. In teams, teams don't have that luxury. You know, no. like it, it's, it's crazy. Um, Baker Mayfield, even though he was a little off, 19 of 31, I think that's around 60% completion. Um, one touchdown, no turnovers again. He was sacked five times, which, um, you know, the line did not play well that, that well yesterday, which we're going to get into, but yeah. still had a 97 rating. So it's floating right there around the 100. And I think it was at 100 for most of the game. And then late in the game, he got sacked again and went down. So overall efficient. Maybe the best thing you can say about the offense yesterday is we went four for four on field goals and two of them were over 50 yards. Yep. Well, but, and I texted you guys before the game because I was sitting there watching McLaughlin, yeah. you know, warm up and he kicked one from midfield put it right through and i'm like i just sit with my dad and like oh, shocked what the heck man yeah. like, like i know he can't do it during the game and then he just about did 57 yards and they didn't look fluky either he looked like he hit him solid so maybe we have a kicker it was impressive it, you know i, I don't want to i don't want to get too far ahead because we've seen what our kicking position has been mm-hmm. that's right i was very impressed with him yesterday i mean he stepped up with confidence and and just put him through and, and i couldn't tell early in the game if we were going for it on fourth down because we didn't trust the kicker or just because Stefanski likes to be aggressive. Yeah. Because he, he likes to be aggressive and especially in that part of the field, he goes, but so it was good to see that then when he did give McLaughlin his chance, he went out there and, you know, lived up to it. Yeah. So last thing I want to talk about, about one, one, right. Um, we can't gloss over the fact OBJ played a game. Yeah. Yes. He played for us. And I honestly thought he played really well for being his first game back from ACL for, you know, not playing football for basically a year. Five catches on nine targets, 77 yards. He was targeted nine times. I think he had uh, the first pass of the game should have been P.I. Yep. Uh, he had it. another P.I. called on him. Another time he did catch the ball, but he was he had a foot out of bounds. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, honestly, he was kind of like five or six. I was definitely impressed um, for how much they used him. I did. I, I he was, looked good on the end of I round was assuming, too. yeah, he did. Yep. I was assuming they were going to kind of use him a Decoy? little bit more sparingly, mm-hmm. you know, and, and kind of be on like a pitch count. And he was out there most of the game. I mean, yeah. I don't know how many snaps, how many snaps does it say he played? I didn't. I didn't oh, 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 Mary okay. Kay was talking about yeah, that. He, in it was that, like 50 uh, snaps. Or yeah. He played most of almost yeah, all that's the thing. Like, you guys talk, I'll, uh, I'll find it. Well, I can tell you real quick, going back real fast. Um, PFF doesn't have Mac Wilson as having any snaps yesterday, but Dogs by Nature said he played 12 snaps. I thought I saw him on the field. Who are we talking about? I'm sorry. Mac Wilson. Wilson. Okay. So I think he did play yesterday. And then if we want to just highlight one more thing on the defense, the uh, Bears attempted 11 first downs yesterday, or third downs and got one. Yeah. They converted <laughs> one. One of 11. That's yep. not going to get it done. They will get it done for us, though. OBJ's 52 snaps. 52 Out snaps. of 81 uh, offensive. That's another How thing. How many plays did we run? Uh, 81. 81. Our first two games, we were running in the 50s. 
Yeah. So at look point, what happens when the defense gets you the ball back. At one point in the third quarter, they had the snap counts up on the board. We had exactly 30 more plays than they did. I, it was like, it was, uh, what was it? 19 minutes of uh, ball control at the end. Yeah. I mean, it, it was a very Kevin Stefanski kind of scripted game. Well, they was, averaged 1.1 yards per play. We averaged 5.4. <laughs> we had 203 yards passing. Wow. They had one. one. We had, uh, let me see here, rushing. We had um, 42 rush attempts. They had 13. We averaged 5.1 yards per carry. They averaged 3.5. Time of possession was 39 minutes to 20 minutes. Yep. It's tough. <laughs> it, when it's and it's like if it's like that and you're not like a Kansas City type offense that can just go out and score at will and quickly, you're gonna probably lose a lot of games. When you're getting dominated like that with just time of possession, it's that's outrageous. Uh last thing I want to touch out on on Odell was I thought we put him in the offense and we just inserted him into it and let him do his thing without um we weren't like forcing it to him. It, he didn't have 18 targets. Right. You know what I mean? He, he just came in and was part of the offense, and I think it was much needed. Our other wide receivers, so Odell had nine targets, and I'm pretty sure the next highest target share on our team by a wide receiver was two. I, I have not been impressed with the other receivers on our team this year so far. OBJ we, made, or yeah. DPJ made he a had some very nice, nice Yeah, he had some catches. nice. He had, he had two catches on two targets. Higgins has had two catches on yeah. two targets. Our, the other receivers, ha, I mean, I know we, we spread the ball around and stuff like that, but we have to be explosive at some point. We have, we have been, we have to get some chunk plays, some cheap touchdowns. It's hard to constantly go like march all the way down the field. At some point, you need to hit like a, a cheap 60 yarder. Well, since we're talking about, you know, OBJ, I, I'm not going to, I don't want to say this in the what went wrong section because I don't think it was a wrong thing. It was just kind of an observation from the game yesterday. But I felt like, um, and th- this is, well, I guess it is kind of what went wrong. Our O line was not good yesterday. Correct. Just to kind of preview what we're going to talk about. I completely but, agree. Uh, when OBJ was running, let's say, deeper developing routes, it wasn't working out so well because Baker didn't have enough time to let those routes develop, and I felt like Baker was looking at him too long Yep. for the t- amount of time he was being given to, oh, to make a play. And then there were a couple of times I saw Baker, he, he would step up in the pocket or he would extend the play a little bit, break out of a little pressure, and then before he would get hit, he would look back to where OBJ was going. It was like... That's a Baker problem right there. He needs to once once he's feeling that pressure first, and he's off of OBJ, find the next open guy yeah, and get the first ball out. Go he held the ball too long and got sacked, and that was the only because I think I, I made a comment in our group yeah, text yesterday about, alive. about OBJ, and then I I realized okay, I worded that completely yes, wrong. Like yes. what I was seeing was uh, poor timing, poor communication, and I just think the chemistry is not quite there. But that O line was not giving Baker the time to get the ball. But whenever OBJ was on his quick routes, quick slants and stuff, dude was on, they were on and it looked good. I joked with these guys. I don't even, I don't take this seriously when I say it, but like when Will's finally like went out of the game, I was like, man, well maybe this is a chance for somebody to get in there that can actually like have a little bit of mobility. (laughs) He was struggled. He, and he got beat off the first, like, you know, first quick move almost felt like every time I felt like Baker was just fighting for his life, especially in the first half. I thought it was, very, very, not a lot of time to work with. Well, why don't we segue into uh, yeah. what went wrong? Before we get into that, 
Got to remind you to check out Symbol, the stock market for sports. Head to symbol.com backslash dogs, D-A-W-G-S. Join us in our pick three league or play the stock market for sports. So the way the stock market for sports works, you will get in, create your account, use promo code dogs, D-A-W-G-S, get your 10 free dollars to play. You will buy stock or a share of a sports team. It can be college, can be baseball, basketball, whatever you want. Obviously, we're big in the NFL. So you get in, you buy a share of the Browns. As their stock price goes up because they're winning and more people are buying into them, you're making money. Another way to win is every time the Browns win, you get an instant cash payout for every share you have of them. So if you have 10 shares, it's 10 cash payouts. The the more shares you have of the team, the more money you're going to win. Also, they have a free pick three league on there. We have our own league. So you're going to make your uh, make your account. You don't have to put any money in for this. You're going to hit teammates in the lower left-hand corner of the website. Then you're going to hit join slash create league in the upper right-hand corner. You're going to find the Dogs Podcast League. You're going to join. You're going to pick three games against the spread every week. Whoever has the most points at the end of the year is going to win a free Browns jersey of any player that you want. I think we're over 60 people in our league now, so keep joining, and you still have plenty of time to play catch-up if you haven't uh, been in there yet. We're only three weeks in, and nobody's blowing anybody away. It's still completely wide open. Picking against the spread's a different animal, so jump in there, symbol.com, backslash dogs, play the stock market for uh, sports, also join our Pick 3 League. And while you guys are out there placing your bets, our friends at Manscaped have a can't-miss bet for you. The leaders in male grooming just launched their fourth-generation performance package. The betting odds are definitely in your favor when you use the lawnmower 4.0 on your balls. Across the board, this is the package to get you in the mood for whatever your gambling heart desires. Ready to take the leap to male grooming royalty? Two million men already have. Join the Manscaped movement by going to manscaped.com and you'll get 20% off plus free shipping with the code DOGS, D-A-W-G-S. And just uh, take care of yourself. You know, there's nothing like a little bit of grooming to make yourself feel better. And, uh, you know, the missus might like it too. Look good, play good. Yeah. No wonder (laughs) I've been so depressed lately. Jeez. (laughs) In the doghouse. Listen, let me say something to you as a friend. You suck. So not a lot to talk about and what went wrong here. Um, I think the biggest thing we have to talk about is just we just didn't look particularly sharp on offense, um, which kind of scares me because so far this year we have yet to put a full game together on both sides of the ball. Against uh, Kansas City, offense was great. Defense was terrible. Against the Texans, I won't say the offense was even great. And the defense was not great again. And then this game, the defense was amazing, but the offense wasn't great. Part of this, to me, could be that nobody played in the preseason. So we're still f- gelling and finding our rhythm together and trying to hit our stride. I wish we weren't doing this during the regular season because we talked about before we came on, we got three games coming up that I think we will win all three or we should win all three, but they are not going to be cakewalks at all. They're, we are going to have to play good football on both sides of the ball. I think part of the problem, too, is there's just a lack of – explosive, like you said, explosive and talented receiving options behind Jarvis and OBJ. And we didn't have OBJ the first two games and Jarvis went out the first game or first play of the second game. And then this was the first game that OBJ came back. So there's just no rhythm. There's no chemistry. Like they're just, and I, I question the usage of Rashard Higgins a little bit like we always do. Cause yeah, he's got the chemistry of the Baker and he can make plays and he can get Big open. Plays. He's not the yeah. guy that's going to burn anybody down the sideline or anything like that, but the dude's always open. If it's like third and eight and I have to get the ball to somebody, 
I feel like he's always that guy. Yeah. He's definitely. always the guy that comes up with the big first down plays. It's almost like Baker's like trust guy. Like he just, he believes in him. I don't think it helped us either that we played a very, very seriously good defense. I know I don't, you're going to say they're probably not, they're okay, but their front seven is very, very good. So probably not the best team to try to get our offense on track with. They're a really good defense. I don't, they're not like a top five unit. No, but they, no, but they also had goodness. the problem yesterday that the Browns defense has had for years and years and years up until recently. They're on the field the whole game <laughs> because the offense goes three and out, three and out, three and out. And the defense is out there pretty much the whole time. 20 minutes uh, time of possession. It's that's not, that's yeah. barely, that's a quarter and a third, a fourth. Yeah. And you're trying to stop Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt the whole time. Right. Like they wore down quick. Yeah, it, it was obvious that they wore down, too, because we didn't run the ball that great in the first half, and then come second half, we just started gouging them. Um, Baker looked a little bit off all day. I don't know if he playing with the injury affects him at all. I know it's his off shoulder, but still, if it hurts. Um, just a couple throws that we haven't seen to miss, honestly, in a while, in like 10 games. He missed, he missed one to Harrison Bryant. Uh, I think it was on a third down, and if, if oh. he hits that, he probably walks into wide the open. Yep. I mean, he's wide, wide open. open. And there was a couple other ones in the first half that he missed that I thought, man, he's been hitting those. So his accuracy just didn't look 100% there. Um, Nick Chubb didn't look that great. This is the first time I've ever watched a game where I thought Nick Chubb wasn't our best offensive player. Um, so I guess the good you can take from that is we just played a game where I come away thinking the offense didn't play that well. And, we still scored 26 points and won by 20. I completely agree with you on that. Yeah. Uh, on all that, it was even weird on that one fourth down to Baker kind of handed off to the wrong side. I don't know if he thought. <laughs> I like, almost forgot, dude. The, like, I, 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 it's weird to see like those kind of plays because it, it hasn't you, you never see it. Yeah. So we have, we've gotten almost spoiled with how execution, um, how well we execute yeah. and how disciplined we are yeah. to see the Browns come out on two drives in a row have fourth down tries in their busted plays both time. Yeah. One time it's like the ball got snapped when nobody was ready or something like that. And then the next time was when Baker turned around, like fake came it off to the wrong side. Like, yeah. And I'm like, what is going on? This is, right. not, this is not what happens to us so far since Stefanski's been here. We're always so buttoned up. We're used to seeing in that situation, like this awesome creative play that is a guaranteed easy completion for the first down. Yep. And we, we had two busted plays in a row, and it's like, man, what is going on? We, I don't yeah. know. I agree with you. That's a great point. Now, I guess if you think about that, too, if we just kick those field goals, it's a 32-6 to six game. Yeah, and so and we're going to get into a preview later, but there is we cannot rely on the defense to get nine sacks and have 40 minutes of possession against the Vikings. No. Because They're, I'm telling you right now, the, the Vikings are going to score. Probably they're unless our defense just all of a sudden figured it out and they're and they're this is our defense, which you can't expect this performance every single week. It's they're gonna this is gonna be a dog fight. No, but this has gotta be the like awakening moment for that defense. You know what I mean? Like yeah, you're not gonna have nine sacks every game. Like mm -hmm. you're just not gonna do that. But <laughs> can we get a couple? Yeah. Can we get some pressure? Pressure would be great. We I just love need that. passes being thrown. Uh, incomplete Con passes, contested. just bad passes, contested. contested. Yeah, not yes. you know, just something, anything. I mean, Tyrod Taylor could do whatever he wanted to us. Yeah, you know, two weeks ago.
So I think I, I want to see the offense get back on track. But like we said, not a not a ton of bad for the Browns. We had a, cu- a couple penalties. Yeah. Um, the busted plays on fourth down, a couple missed throws by Baker. I think Jed Wills, I, I get healthy, man. Just take just a get, week off. Yeah, just take the week off because right now it's it's not it's, it's not, not it's useless. Yeah, it does us no good for you to be out there and you can't block anybody. Yeah, he, I, I appreciate what you're trying to do, but you're no good to me like this. And he, then if Baker gets hurt on a blindside hit, yeah. then he's. Our season's over. So I, I need to see – I want to see the offense really start to click. We've played a couple – you know, the Texans' defense is obviously better than the Chiefs. Bears' defense is the best defense we've faced so yeah, far. Absolutely. Yep. Still scored 26, but we just need to – we need to look better, and we need to hit some more explosive plays. I think we're trying to you hit those plays. I think that's why Schwartz is getting the amount of playing time he's getting because of that speed. Um but we just got to put it all together on offense. And again, nobody played in the preseason. So we're still potentially trying to find our rhythm. No, and that was a good tune up game yesterday. Yeah. I mean, if, if you need a tune up game early in the season, that was it. Yeah. So, no, because Chicago, even though we made them look awful, they're not a bad team. They'll probably still win like seven or eight games. Oh, yeah. I think if Andy Dalton is healthy next week and he starts, let's say, the rest of the season, it wouldn't shock me at all if they were like, Right there at the cusp of trying. I mean, they made the playoffs with Mitchell Trubisky last year. Mitchell Trubisky is better than Dalton. I, I think maybe six wins this year for the Bears. Six wins. Yeah, yeah. Their offense is awful. The offensive line is very bad. Very bad. It's terrible. My goodness, six. But um, so watching it on TV, I want to know that shot to the head that Baker took. What that looked like, because. In the stadium, people were listening. It minds. was not good. Yeah. So here's my thing on that: is do I think that should be a penalty in football? Probably not, because the right. dude's wearing a helmet. But by definition, that is a hundred percent a penalty, and they didn't. They picked it up. Yep. I don't. I don't. <laughs> anybody else? That that's the penalty. Yeah, Why yeah. is it always against us? I mean, Baker. He was a runner, so he's allowed to get speared in the head and blah. I mean, come on. If I it's know. a penalty, you and you called it. So who who called you and said no? He didn't do that because he a hundred percent did. Oh, and I love it because they on the big screens in the stadium they, they show it, it and then they show it real slow and then they rewind it yep. and show it again. Everyone just losing their minds because I mean he took a, a blow right to the head. I and think it was, it was like, completely like in, like just. A, I don't a think it, I don't think it kinda, was intense. Yeah, no, but it still it happened. happened. Yeah. And uh, I was sitting next to this kid, this Bears fan. He was, I don't know, he probably 16, 17 years old. No, no, he was a younger kid. And uh, so that happened. And he was all like, that's not a flag. That's not a flag. I'm looking at him like, I'm not going to say anything. And then later on in the game, Fields was running. And then he slid. And we came in and kind of. How did that not get called? Kind of hit him. And then that kid started losing his mind. And I said, hey, you guys hit Baker in the head earlier. And he just kind of looked at me, and I was like, "No, but you should argue with him in the mouth." Dog. I don't understand how they didn't call that either. Well, how about last yeah. night when uh, Adams took that crown to the face mask? So I actually thought that was a clean hit. Did you? But I thought it was late. I thought it should have been called. I thought it was a late hit, not a. And that's why he got to come back in the game. It was never a head to head. He said he didn't go out because his head already went out because he got hit in the chest and couldn't breathe. That he was never in concussion protocol. That looked like it got him right in the face. Hit him right here. Really? Chest. 
you got to watch it from behind. But I thought, I mean, the dude took two more steps and then hit him. So I thought it definitely should have been, been a late, late hit. hit. Yeah. Um, but anything else we want to talk about with what went wrong? <sighs> not really. Not a lot. It really wasn't wrong. a lot. Like I, I'm not going to nitpick. We just got to look better on offense. But yeah. again, you're not going to look amazing. I mean, look at the Chiefs the last couple of weeks. You're not yeah. going to look amazing on offense at, when you're playing a good defense. No, the Bears are definitely, if they're not top 10, they're, they're like right around that range. Oh, yeah. for sure. I think they're like an eight, seven or eight. Somewhere they're very like good on defense. Yeah. And it's just, it's nice to see that the Browns can go out and struggle to get things going on offense. And we still come out with a blowout victory. Yep. Like, you know, old Browns team might've still won that game, but it might've been, you know, old 10 Br- to six, 13 to six. Old Browns teams lose that game six to three on a last second field goal. Even with the other team yep. only getting 47 yards. <laughs> because we wouldn't have scored either. That's true. That I, is I true. watched us play Seattle at, or at Cleveland a long time ago. They beat us 3 nothing because uh, – and they I forget who their quarterback was. I, yesterday he, was he interesting because I was around so many Bears fans. Jackson and and, and they were so high on the team at the beginning, but you knew it was false hope. <laughs> and then it was, you know, screw Nagy, get rid of Nagy, fire Nagy. There are three games in the season. I'm like, geez, I remember those days. And they're like, oh, please, oh, Justin Fields is our future. I'm like, I remember those days. <laughs> yeah. And it just felt like, wow, this is how we used to be. Yeah. You know what I mean? And yeah, for uh, Matt Nagy being a quote-unquote offensive guru, I would say not so much. I would nope. say he's probably not going to have a job at the end of the year. Correct. I, he doesn't make it through the year. Oof. There's no way. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Well, thank you guys for checking out another episode of The Dogs. Hopefully you all enjoyed the defensive dominance by the Browns as much as we did. Uh, for all you Dog Pack members, we'll see you over on the After Hours show. And to everyone else, we'll see you in a couple of days when we break down our big matchup with the Vikings. Thanks for listening to another episode of The Dogs Podcast. Make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel and follow us on Twitter at The Dogs Podcast and become an official Dog Pack member and join the dogs.com. $5,000. That's the average amount of money people in the U.S. are now spending on gas in a year. Five grand. That's crazy. If you drive, you have to download Upside, the free app that gives you cash back every time you get gas. That's right. You can earn real cash back with Upside just by buying the gas you're already buying. You can literally start earning cash back today. I use Upside every time I fill up, and I've already made around two, $300. You're putting gas in your car anyway. Why not get real cash back? If you like free money, download Upside. I'm saving the cash I from using Upside to help pay for a vacation later this year. Download the free Upside app now to earn cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code GAME to get an extra 25 cents per gallon on your first tank. You can cash out anytime right to your bank, PayPal, or a gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code GAME for a 25 cents per gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code GAME for a 25 cents per gallon bonus.